Dion Price, this youth generation. This episode focuses on the challenges of today's youth generation as opposed to previous generation and what we need to do to support it. And who's responsible for the challenges that today's youth generation is facing? <laughs> Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. If you appreciate this programming, please subscribe to the channel. This episode is based on a column that was recently published, This Youth Generation, a column in the local Daily Republic and other outlets. Whenever I have the opportunity to speak to a youth, today's youth generation, I often start with an apology on behalf of my generation. See, we made it extremely challenging for today's youth generation to thrive or even to survive in today's environment. And it's by no fault of their own. I delivered this message recently to a group of graduates, and it, it was sincere. It was our decision to make you feel that they were a failure or they were less than prosperous. They couldn't prosper if they didn't have or a college degree. The only way they could succeed is if they were to earn a college degree. And at the same time, it was our generation who increased college tuition to an almost impossible cost for youth from poor or working class families. That was our generation. As a result, student loan debt is a major concern in the U.S. today, causing further financial hardship for people and young students in, in that generation. It wasn't in our decision, my generation's decision to allow tech companies and property owners to, to drive the cost of housing to a ridiculous level. That was our generation. It was my generation that convinced parents that their grade school child had some sort of attention deficit disorder or needed some medication. Now we have young adults, transitional age youth, still struggling from the effects of those drugs, those prescription drugs, and are struggling with mental health issues. Part of my zeal for working with today's youth comes from my fear for their well-being trying to find a way to help them navigate through the trifling system that we created. 30 years ago, I was able to go to college for $50 per unit and for Cal State School, San Francisco State specifically. Now, 25, 30 years later, for Cal State Schools here in California, you're talking $20,000 room and board for one semester. It's out of reach. It's out of there. Quadrupling the cost of education. 25 years ago, I got my first apartment for $650 in a peninsula in California called San Mateo area in Northern California. That same area, that same apartment, 25 years later, is now 2,500, nearly three grand a month for the same unit. Only thing that's changed is the paint. So out of reach, college out of reach, education is out of reach financially. 1991, minimum wage was only $5 an hour. But if you're only paying $650 a month for rent, you can still survive on $5 an hour. Now, this generation has to deal with housing costs of $2,500 to $3,000 a month. It's much more difficult for them to be on their own in terms of housing, education, 
Everything has quadrupled in cost, but hourly wages, putting them further behind in our generation. And you have people like in my generation often, I've said this myself, talking to young people, telling young people today, when I was your age, I had my own car, I had my own apartment, I had it going. We, clearly, we need to stop saying that because clearly we had an unfair advantage. We could leave our parents home at 19, 20 years old. Meanwhile, today's generation, because of the cost and the astronomical cost and increases of cost of living that we have created, now they have to stay dependent on their parents for 25 or 30 years old. We have to keep that in consideration. So instead of criticizing that, we need to support them. The recent state deficit funding and economic changes of the environment has resulted in more local budget cuts to youth services that have either reduced or flat out eliminated youth programs, leaving them vulnerable to some of the decisions and lack of resources. The police presence on school campuses over the past decade has resulted in a disproportionate amount of students of color being suspended or expelled. Those are decisions, again, that my generation has made. There's no tolerance. 30 years ago, it was easier to get a driver's license. It was easier to get into college or stay out of trouble. Currently, it's a lot easier to get arrested, suspended, or expelled from school. There are students who are getting thrown in jail after fights and altercations in school. In 1986, which was my senior year, graduating from high school, if you were suspended for a couple of days when you got into a fight for the first time, it didn't matter if it was gang-related or who got the worst end of it. After two days, you would be back on the yard, in our current school environment, a fight now results in a three-day or five-day suspension, and you could possibly get arrested. The second offense will result in expulsion, a fight that causes serious physical injury, could result in automatic expulsion and even possible arrest. When a student is expelled, an expulsion hearing takes place. Expulsion hearing determines when an offender can return to school. In many cases, it's several weeks and longer before placement happens, putting the student in a vulnerable position, maybe not getting on track to graduate. Speaking to parents and students who have lived through this experience, the public school system, that often does not take into consideration who initiated the fight or if it was self-defense. There is no apparent due process in the current school system. This whole theory of the school-to-prison pipeline is actually real in the public school system. Most schools also have police officers on campus, which means students face the possibility of getting arrested for an infraction if they're suspended or breaking the law. In a juvenile system, judges are handing out harsher sentences for minor offenses. Minors are being given midterm therapeutic detention, physical altercations or assaults, which might only be a fight. I've learned of a 15-year-old in my experience working juvenile hall that was charged with attempted murder for using a pencil during the fight. So the point is this, the, the environment has drastically changed for the worse for today's youth generation. And those decisions that our generation has made has made it more difficult for today's youth generation. As in the laws of nature, when the environment changes, you have to make the necessary adjustments in order to accommodate the change in that environment, or you will become a casualty of that environment. If it's 100 degrees outside, you need to make some adjustments and take off some layers or you'll become a casualty. If it's freezing degrees outside, you need to make an adjustment or you'll become a casualty. 
If you are a parent or a youth, you should be mindful of the need to adapt to the environment in which we now live. If you are well informed of the possibilities of consequences, it should drastically affect your decisions and your actions. So with that being said, my generation, we need to take into account that we have facilitated and are responsible for the damages that today's youth generation are experiencing, which is why we need to be doing all we can to mitigate the effects of our bad decisions that these young people are suffering. So I encourage all you to value their life, value their education, and value their freedom. And I sincerely offer my support to help them survive and thrive and this trifling system that we've created. Just a thought, just a message. This youth generation, Dion Price, just a humble servant trying to make a difference. Subscribe to the channel and let's keep this type of programming going. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this program, download the podcast or subscribe to the channel. We appreciate your support.